not in the episode. But I won't know because I don't listen. Da, 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 da. Hey! That's on you. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Hello, Zeros. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that's taking you to the front. We are probably going to die. This is a terrible idea. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along four god killers. Ooh! Yeah, we are. To talk to you this week about the Wonder Woman movie. We've got Frank. The only podcast that's above average. Matt. The only podcast that is both scared and aroused. Sequel? The only podcast that is essential for procreation. And Corey? The only podcast with just a shield, no sharp edges. Honorable mention, the only podcast that wants to know why you won't sleep with me. That is a real question for all you listeners out there. Please send us an email. Another honorable mention, the only podcast that has read all 12 volumes of Cleo's Treatise on Body and Pleasure. Fuck my life, I can't say that word. Treatises. Treatises. Before we get into Wonder Woman, we have to let you know what we've been watching this week. Corey. I went through and picked, like, six of my favorite episodes of Rick and Morty. Kind of jumped around a little bit, did a little personal marathon. Because that's just kind of been our thing recently. The Predators smashed the Penguins last night. That was really awesome. And actually, I've been watching some baseball recently. I'm trying to get back into baseball. Sequel. What have you been watching? I watched the movie Get Out. Directed by Jordan Peele. How was it? Weird, but good. Like, it's totally unique premise. Yeah, I have a, I want to see it, but I haven't seen it. Does it deserve all the incredible hype it's gotten? Yeah, I, I if I had a stone it, I'd give it a five. Wow. Just for the uniqueness of the premise, and it is well acted. And the end was going to really make me mad, but they didn't go the direction I thought they were going to go in, so I liked it. Check it out. It's always nice when a movie can surprise even... Somebody like uh, people like us who've seen a lot of them. Even the people that make it their job to decipher. Matt, what do you got? I watched some Who's Lines It Anyway, which was very fun. Um, there were some wrestling ladies on it, which reminded me of the Amazons that we were about to talk about, and I enjoyed them as well. Professional uh, wrestling ladies? Sure. I mean, they they, they were. I just they they were twins. I don't know what the they Bella are. Twins. What Bellas? The Bella twins. Sure. <laughs> Show me a picture. I could point them out. And I've also been watching Love, the Netflix show. They recently came out of the second season, and it's a weird show with uh, Britta from Community. Hey Frank, what have you been watching? Uh, I went back and rewatched BBS, The Ultimate Cut. I'm so sorry. He did it. I thought about doing hey, that. Hey Siegel, he did it. He did the thing that. I did it right after I watched this movie. Right after? Like an hour after. It's like a reverse palate cleanser. Yep. And I watched the movie Elysium with Matt Damon, that sci-fi movie. How was it? It was fine. I really, really (laughs) like that movie. I think that movie's in our purview. Is it? I think so. Or what did you say about it? I really like that movie. Oh. I thought it was like really generic. You kind of... Is it better than District 9? No. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Alright guys, join us next week for Wonder Woman. We're going to unpack the shit out of this. <laughs> it's got the same guy in both of them too, which is weird. That's it. It was okay. Own it. Three-ish. Okay. There. And that is what we've been watching. And now let's get into our movie facts for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was a new release. That means it came out in 2017, which is this year. All you future people, when we're huge and famous. It was rated PG-13 and it's 2 hours and 21 minutes long. It's directed by Patty Jenkins, whose only feature movie she's ever directed before is called Monster. Oh! Charlize Theron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it, is yeah, Charlize Theron is the She's like a serial killer or something. She gets brutally sexually assaulted and then goes... With a pipe. Yeah, yep. and then goes crazy and... That sounds lovely. Kills it's, all of her attackers. It's like one of those movies, very well made, don't want to see it more than once. Yeah. That's fair. Based on that description, I can understand why. The movie stars Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Robin Wright, Danny Houston, David Thewlis, Connie Nielsen, Elena Anaya, Lucy Davis, I'm sorry about this one, Saeed Tagmawi. JM. You could have said just say JM. It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Ewan Bremner and Eugene Braverock. 
Gee, I wonder which one he is. The budget for the movie was $149 million, which is a weird number. Why not 150 So far, it's grossed $240 million in about three, four days, and it's $115 million of that is domestic. Nice. Wow. It's killing it. The scores for the movie... Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie a 93%. Certified fresh. The audience agreed completely and also gave it a 93%. IMDb has this movie an 8.3 out of 10. There we go. And Metacritic, of course, is going to be the lowest score. 76. 74. 71. You looked it up, didn't you? No. 76? 76? Yeah, 76. I mean Metacritic around. What's the user score? I don't know. Uh, what, 83. 8.1. 8. Yeah, 8.3. 8.6. 8.7. It's 8.2. Oh! <laughs> Technically, sequel won that, too, with Price is Right rules. Yep. It's always Price is Right rules. I know. It shouldn't have to be said. Like, whenever people yeah, go, whoa, it's closer. No, no. No, you weren't. And that's all I have for the Wonder Woman fact. So let's do our general thoughts about the movie. And I will always go to Matt forever and always first. No? So, Matt. Well, it's nice to have, a, it's nice to have a, like, a, a position. I was so excited for this movie with the trailers. The trailers were very well done, excellent, um, and the movie delivered exactly what I wanted it to, and it was real good, real good. Well worth buying three tickets to see. Hey, Frank, what did you think? I absolutely love this movie. I cannot wait to go see it again. I had such a blast, and I am so surprised at what they put out. Corey? This is the DC movie that we needed and deserved. This movie delivered. Everybody was saying that this was like the make or break movie for the the DCEU. And if that's the case, then the DCEU has has a good, strong fighting chance. This movie was spectacular. Correct. That's what they have. A fighting chance. This was That's not, all they've this, ever had. This was not make or break because they have some big hurdles left. But god damn it, this movie was good. Sequel. I was so scared heading into this movie, because it did look cool, but the DCEU has been such crap, and I just really wanted it to be good, and it was great. I loved every second of this movie. I can't wait to talk about it. Saw it last night, I was like, I cannot wait to do this podcast today. So good. Let's go. I was really apprehensive about seeing this movie. I mean, I wanted to see the movie, obviously, but there were so many ways in my mind that this movie could go wrong. Luckily, it turned out really great. Also, I was going to say that this movie was different in terms of uh, trailers and the way it worked out because Suicide Squad had, quote, good trailers, but they fell into these tropes that I knew was going to fail it when it went into the movie. Wonder Woman didn't, and then it delivered even more than I expected. So I'm just saying it's possible from DC. And so from here on out, spoilers are in effect for Wonder Woman. If you haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, which is a real possibility, seeing as how it came out, a weekish ago, when this comes out, you know, pause now and then come back after you've seen Wonder Woman because it's good. We'll be here. We'll we'll be here. That's the beauty of podcast. Waiting on the island of Themyscira. A lot of sold out shows for this. Nude. In the fountain. A lot of my friends tried seeing it this weekend. They couldn't get in. I had to sit in the second row. Go. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. Yes. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Chris Evans is Captain America. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. She will ev- forever be associated with this role. Perfectly casted. So well done. Amazing job. Isn't Chris Evans also Human Torch? No. no. <laughs> I mean, he was good as Human Torch, but he, he was. was, no. he was but it wasn't the same. Yet. That's no, Michael B. Jordan. I just Jordan, wanted guys. to be a. <laughs> what Who? What? Michael B. Jordan. He was. Fuck! He was, <laughs> it's. He was Human Torch in a movie. When did that happen? Can we go one week? You, you owned it. Upon yourself, man. I did. I did. <laughs> And I hate myself. We know. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, God, that's why I'm here. She is spectacular in character development. From even when they have a different girl playing her as a little kid and as a teenager, the entire thing, it, it, the continuity works well. They all, and there's just such a great character that they made in this. Right down to, like, the inner turmoil at the end when she realizes that, you know, she she had the wrong guy. Uh, Corey brought up the little girl, and I love that little girl. She's amazing. I looked at my wife and I said, I hope our daughter is like her because she was friggin' adorable. And her doing the little, like, 
yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm watching the Amazon fight. I was like, oh my god, I want to eat this little girl up. She's so freaking cute. And she's a badass. Oh. Yeah, no, she was. She was a badass. Mess. She was. She was just like, I'm gonna jump. Whoop. <laughs> hi, mom. <laughs> oh, hi, mom. What Get the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then it's like you're the only child, and I was like, ooh, school's got to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> Homeschooled, I hope. No, nope, it's just. I mean, she's home, that, that one is home, so. That one Amazonian in the blue dress and her sitting in a room for eight hours a day. I hope there's a room with like 30 chairs in it, but she's <laughs> the only one that's occupied. Yeah, she just sits in the back. Diana, will you please come forward? No, I like my seat back here. I can see we my do, no, We good. go in alphabetical order. Diana, stop passing notes. No. No. Passing them to myself. She's just putting notes on desks <laughs> in different languages. They uh, all say this class is boring. Oh, man. This movie needs to happen. Little Diana. <laughs> we can, and how we she can afford did. to make this one. Yeah. Little Diana and how she did it. <laughs> also known as Wonder Woman half. Wonder Woman the early years. <laughs> Wonder Woman half. Just like Lion King. Or Wonder Girl. Could we call it the Wonder Years? <gasps> no. No. Can't. no we can't. What would you do? <laughs> that was the right song, right? Yeah. Yes. I, it was. I haven't seen Nailed that it. forever. Yeah. Chris Pine did a fantastic job backing her up. Oh my god, he fucking killed it. Yeah, they were both really great. The awkward sexual tension was spectacular. I wish they hadn't gone all the way. I think they. I I think they could have left it off screen, and we did. They did. I mean, they did. No, they didn't. He walks into the room. They start making out. You skip to the next scene. Yeah, but you know what happens. That's leaving. Here's the thing. No, what I mean is, I think they could have left it out entirely. Okay. I don't think that they need they they needed Chris Pine to walk into that room and start kissing her. I don't think it takes anything away from them. I'm not saying it takes anything away. I think they they could have done without it. I think it adds to the final climax of the movie yeah. by doing that. The emotion she feels when okay. Chris Pine sacrifices himself. It's because spoilers. He, great, come on, we're already here. Yeah, it's because he's already. We don't, we don't have to, to the stay fullest. here. I know that Lori thinks that they didn't have sex, and I am 100 percent against it because they no, definitely they did. did. They 100 percent. I'm not going to say 100%, but they're like 99%. No, they definitely did. I'm, I'm 100%. 100%. I, I'm not 100% about anything. Are you kidding me? Did you see her face when she realized that it was oh. snowing outside? And he's like, I'm not leaving. And then he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm closing the door behind me. And I was like, good move. <laughs> Smart. Smart. You have no inner monologue, Chris Pond. <laughs> oh, man. That was so good. I do like, I did really appreciate how Chris Pine's inner monologue was all in his eyes. Because mm-hmm. there were like three or four times where he had like inner monologue moments that was just eyes, like a couple eye rolls, a couple back and forths, like, oh my god, this is just an island of nothing but gorgeous women. There's a lot of really cool like Do moments like that. Like one? Um, since The Force Awakens came out, I've been noticing a lot more like torture scenes be portrayed on the screen. Okay. Because, you know, The Force Awakens was the first time we saw like the mind trick being used to rip things out of people's minds and you saw Ray and Poe like being like mentally destroyed by it. And then you saw the same thing with Chris Pine with the lasso. And he was like, uh, and it was like, and it was like painful to see him. And I, and it's interesting that I feel like that that was the tipping point. I don't know if it was, but I feel like it was because everyone was talking about it, like, Oh my God, they showed this. And I feel like I keep seeing it in other movies. Now. I think that a more prominent example of that in this movie itself is when Plastic Face had a dude in a gas mask when she was testing the gas. When yeah, he, yeah, when, yeah. When, when he first stole the notebook. I mean, that's that's probably a better example. I mean, of but that was so much like quicker. Yeah. The the, the well, what's it called scene was much longer. They wanted him to burn up and not just die from the gas. Yeah. So she was upset about. Which is even more. I wanted brutal. to make sure the gas mask did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Backtracking a bit. Oh. Yeah, do it. Thermoscara. Themyscira. Themyscira. Beautiful. Oh my god. Bright, there. cheery, and yeah. a DCEU movie. What? Yeah. <laughs> Until oh. shit gets. It's fun. a beautiful utopia. <laughs> it's gorgeous. And this is a gripe, not really a gripe, but I wanted two hours and 21 minutes just there. Oh yeah, definitely. It I was so nice. There. And the fight scene with the Amazons fighting the Germans, amazing. Mm-hmm. And are we ever going to get that again? Because they can't go back there, right? Nope. I, I, that's, well, that's a shame. She can't find Quote, it. quote, can't go back there. Like, I would I would watch a movie just about how we got to that point. Yeah. I know, that place was awesome. And the fight scene was so well yeah. done. 
the way the Amazonians fight in this movie was Incredible. spectacular. No. I'm going to use that word a lot today. Spectacular? Yeah. I have wonderful. a question about... <laughs> Wonderful's better. They refer to them as Amazons, yeah. and I was wondering why I didn't say Amazonians. Is there a distinction? Like, I don't know if that's like a comic Things thing. are Amazonian. Right. Like, this is an Amazonian weapon. Right. But they, you are an Amazon. Okay. Amazonian means of the Amazons. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. I saw this with uh, my wife and my mother-in-law, so a lot of these things are going to be from their perspective. Uh, Lori said to me, I wish that she was a little bigger. Talking like about uh, Gal Gadot. Like, like muscular. Oh. But I was like, she can't be because of the way she fights. And you see, most of the Amazons, like the, the big hard-hitting ones, were more like parkour fighters. And parkour people don't look like Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. If Wonder Woman fought like Brienne of Tarth, then Captain Phasma would have had the fucking shield, and she would have done it herself. For sure. And that's fine. But that's not how they wanted to portray her, so mm. I was totally... She's got cool core strength. Right, exactly. She, she would have just, just walked across fucking No Man's Land and just... Ding, 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 ding. Bullets bouncing over. I mean, that's half of what she did. Right. Going back to how bright... Beautiful. Yeah, how bright and beautiful... Thermoscara. Thermoscara. There it is. Uh, was... Something I noticed as the movie progressed, and we get back to London, which is a gray shithole. Uh, it's so ugly. It's not for everybody. Great right. contrast. Yeah, yeah, no, but, beautiful. But contrast. when she, when she is walking amongst the crowd of people, she is radiant compared to them. That was a choice that they made. That was brilliant. The way that they made her stand out in a crowd was. Perfect, because it was subtle. Like, you don't know why you know... Like, a casual moviegoer might just be like, well, you, I'm focusing on her, that's why she looks brighter. No, she was actually brighter. In color correction, like they made... Like, her skin yeah, was brighter. her skin was brighter. Like, she had a light to her. Yeah, radiant. I mean, let's just, if we're talking about this, the naivety she shows in that whole sequence was fucking incredible. I believed every single thing that she said and did fucking the ice cream, the baby, the dresses, the the nonsense with Edda. Like, f- Jesus Christ. This we fight with our principles. <laughs> but I will give you a physical from time to time if the moment calls. <laughs> that's the humor you get yeah. that's been lacking in this cinematic universe. There's nothing... What's, wait, what's in a, the Wonder Woman cinematic universe? Yes. Yes. I mean, it might as well be. Sure. Wait. There's a, there's a bigger universe? Yes. Now, <laughs> we'll come back to this. Don't bring it up. Man of Steel. It was funny. You huh? left. My theater, the, the, the jokes went over really well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you didn't get these jokes in the trailer. You got a couple here No, there. the trailer oh. the trailer hit everything real well. Because based on the trailer, I did not think that German fight happened in minute six. Yeah, same here. Same here. I thought that the Germans came later and then that fight happened. No, it was I, later than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, minute was, twelve. Act one. Yeah. Act, act one. one. It was definitely Act one. It was definitely. If that's later than Act one, this movie's fucked. Anybody, <laughs> anybody else confused when you saw the German plane fly through? I was like, I thought Steven Trevor was fucking American, not German. I questioned it. I was like, what the hell? Ah, uh, yes. Same thing. When I saw the Iron Cross, I was like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? And then when he got out, I was like, right, he's a spy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the Iron Cross threw me off for about half a second, but that's just where my mind immediately went. Shortly thereafter. Anybody else? Um, did everyone like Princess Bride in this movie? I did. Yeah. She was incredible. She was. Who was it? Who were we talking about? Uh, the ant. The ant. Diana's aunt. Oh, okay. The yeah. one who her to fight. Right. That was, and then there was this meme going around like, uh, I lived long enough to see my princesses become generals, and I was like, that's cool. I, sh- I showed Gorgeous. the table yeah. earlier when you that's were cool. dealing with Hagrid. Yeah, no, she was awesome. Yeah, she was really good. Would have liked to gotten a little bit more of her, unfortunately, yeah. that she met her end. I think that was probably the one really necessary death in that that. There's two fight really necessary oh, in that fight scene. Yeah. In that fight scene, okay. that that death is incredibly necessary. Yeah. I don't know that Diana decides that she needs to go out into the world and stop this war if she survives. Well, I mean, actually, never mind. I was going to say you could swap her with the with the mother dying, but then like. Diana would supposed to be yeah. Then Diana ruler. would be the queen, yeah. right? And then, yeah, that, then she would that be would, torn by that. Yeah, yeah, that would ruin everything. So you're right. Because I, I, in my head, if she survives that fight, the sisters get into a fight about going out into the world and fighting this war. But with her dead, it's just Diana being like, somebody has to do something. So 
I guess it's going to be me. Mm-hmm. I would argue it's because, like, someone of consequence and close to her dies, as opposed to, like, oh, this person I'm friendly with died in the battle. Well, exactly. That's not going to make me leave my post this on is, this, this island paradise. This is my paradise. pseudo-mother. Yeah, yeah, this is my pseudo-mother. True. She's the one that told Durant. me all the hardship. Yeah. But I'm just saying, she did, a, she did a lot more hands-on shit than Hippolyta did. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, but they, they kind of blended in Diana together. Right. Like, they, it was just, like, a healthy balance between the two. Like... Warrior, yeah, versus like someone who's kind, you yeah. know. So no, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like when Hippolyta finally gave her permission, you must train her harder than anyone, t- five times harder, ten times harder, and it was just like, yeah, because she can fucking take it. Brings me to the next thing that they did really well in this movie, which was the discovering of Diana's powers in the extent of the discovery of her powers is slow and gradual and piece by piece. It's not zero to a hundred in one montage. It is literally every action sequence she learns that she can do something else. Yep. You know what I mean? First she realizes that she can jump really far. And then she realizes, granted that same scene, that she can, like, punch holes in walls. She realizes she's much stronger than she thinks yes. she is. Yeah. And no CrossFit. <laughs> no, that's all CrossFit. That's all P90X. Yeah, yeah. it's strictly P90X. Maybe Sean, maybe Sean T's insanity thrown in there. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what they got there. And then she walks across no man's land and <sighs> learns that, like, or realizes the extent upon which she can block bullets. Because she, uh, granted, she knows that she can before that, but yeah. mighty My extent. favorite scene of the movie is her walking across no man's land. When she's in the garb, like, let's go. And I think my favorite scene this. of the movie is her entering no man's land. When she's walking up yes. that fucking ladder, oh, yeah. I'm like... Oh, fuck. And her speech, like, yeah. saying, like, no, this is what we have to do. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. No, it's not that simple. Yes, it is that simple. Yeah. Boom, here we go. That scene is the most amazing thing I have seen in such a long... Like, I'm not ashamed to admit, I was wiping away tears Same the here, entire buddy. time. <laughs> like, if anyone ever asked me why I like superheroes, I will show them that scene. Mm-hmm. That scene was amazing, was because this single person was able to stop an entire battle and save so many lives of people who are just stuck there and do amazing things. That's what being a superhero is all about. This movie did that so well, and I loved every second of it. Go ahead. <laughs> Even Chris Pine in that scene, like having the... Telling her they haven't moved an inch in a year, meaning like the distance between mm-hmm. both bunkers, and then having the wherewithal to say, "All right, let's follow her," like "Let's go." Like he's like the second moral compass in this movie, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Even though he's done bad things, also. Although he grabs a shotgun, which I thought was a very poor choice a for him. Yeah, but he was mostly running across no man's land. <laughs> he should have had an M1. There was a lot of people on the interwebs complaining ridiculously, that Wonder Woman wasn't patriotic enough. Like, that was one of the big critiques of the movie, was that... No, let me finish, let me finish. That's what people have been saying. That scene proves that they're wrong. Mm -hmm. Because just just what she says, it doesn't matter if it's easy, it's what's right and what we have to do. Like, if you're super patriotic American, like, that's how we think about... Like, when we get into, like... That's why we got into World War One. why we got into World War One. It's why we got into World War Two to an extent. Like, yeah. we are... That's what we do. Is It's not that because it's easy. It's not because we have vested interests. Granted, we always have. But it's what is right, and that's what we have to do. And, like, she did that. And she did that without a moment's hesitation. Mm-hmm. She threw that fur coat off, went over that wall, and said... Come at me, bitches. Inspirational. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was so yeah, amazing. No, it was, it was and, like, awesome. the moment that, like, she, like, can't go any further, like, she has to put the shield up, she just stopped. And that's when... That's, that's when, well, that's when, they, that's when they've caught up to her. That's and when they caught up. all the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And well, Chris Pine realizing that, like you said, it, it's just such a beautifully orchestrated scene. Even the next scene, yeah. when they're actually doing, like... Saving the town. Yeah. They're actually oh, in Oh, Veld. In Veld. Veld, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they were in mean, the well, that whole that whole World War One fight scene is amazing. Yeah. Destroys that the top of that building where the sniper's at. <laughs> oh my god! The Shoot. second there was the sniper at the top of the building, I just started thinking about saving Private Ryan. I'm yeah. like, yeah. how are they going to do this? And then they pull out Charlie, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to save Private Ryan. It, and then he had a breakdown. And I was like, okay, <laughs> now what? And yeah, then it's going to be Wonder Woman. And then they tossed her up there, and I was like, nice Black Widow move. And she didn't she didn't take down the top. 
She took down the whole fucking oh, church. Sure. She took down the whole, <laughs> the whole fucking out, church yeah. just. Yeah, I kind of wasn't expecting her to get up out of it. I was expecting them to find her. When she stood up, I was like, "Oh, we're much stronger than I thought." Oh, okay. Oh, okay. She's fucking Zeus. She's yeah. the only one that could go to. And I don't mean that as because that's her dad. Yeah. No, well, that's her dad. She's yeah. Not Zeus. Yeah. No, I mean like Danny. She is. We know. Zeus. Yeah. We know what you meant. Thank we, you. We got. It. We got. It. Matt, you mentioned Charlie. I did. How do we feel about Charlie? I don't like Charlie. I at don't all. like Charlie at all. He's Scrooge McDuck. He can't shoot. I thought there'd be a scene where he did shoot. He doesn't shoot. Yeah, he he does nothing in this movie, and he has no redeeming moment. He, he is probably the lowest point of this entire movie. I really want to know. I, yeah, I, yeah, I really disagree. Who will sing to us? But he, he screws up in the moment. He yeah, doesn't yeah ever he screws redeem, up. In the... He doesn't ever redeem that ever. I, I want to know by his singing. Re- no, his yeah, re- no, no. That's his redeeming moment. Wonder Woman says. Who will sing for us? They were going to kick him fucking out because he no, was useless. No, they weren't going to kick him out. He was going to volunteer to leave. Right. Total right. difference. However... And she wanted to spare his feelings and keep him around because for morale and stuff. But he wasn't actually contributing anything. And also, I want to know what his demons were. And it does lead... The movie does lead you to think he's going to have a redeeming moment. I'm going to bet it wound up on the cutting room floor. I'm sure it did. Because I was yeah. waiting for it to happen. I was Probably. like, this is going to be Rogue One all over again. Extended. <laughs> Yep, that's that Amazon Extended Edition. Um, <laughs> Can't wait for that. Yep. Which I will be happy to spend an extra dollar on for this Yeah, movie. yeah, for this movie. So... Oh, his demons. I'm sorry, that's what I wanted to say. His demons. He's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, much, got him! Much wow. Well cast Simon since, 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 since we're, this is World War One, I'm going to use the World War One term. Shell shock. Dude's no, got shell shock. Oh, yeah, no, he's PTSD all over. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I understand that, but I assume they were going to go into some sort of detail, because even, even we got from... Is it, his name Samir? Samir. Samir. He's like, I wanted to be an actor, but I was born the wrong color. Mm-hmm. Got nothing. Well, he got to act. He, got, he acted play. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, that's what he said. Oh, oh okay. gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, he's, gotcha. He's like, you don't know what everyone else is feeling, what everyone else is battling inside. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe there's going to be a whole, mm-hmm. not explanation, but at least a moment for Charlie. But we got nothing. We got literally z- almost zero information about Charlie, and that's why it seems silly that he's... I expect him to so do much. something in yes. the final battle to be like, okay, here's Just do this. something, yep. yeah. I, may, I maintain the fact that he was there. I mean, the fact that he continued... He was willing to stay, because he, 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 he volunteered to leave. I think deep down he wanted to leave. Wonder Woman talked him into staying, and the fact that he stayed... Knowing his demons, knowing mm-hmm. what his shortcomings were, he still was willing mm-hmm. to run into that, knowing full well that he was probably going to die. Is it is it the redeeming moment that... The character deserves no, and I see your point there, but it could still be argued as a redeeming moment. Feel like this is a Ron Weasley thing, where it's like, Ron, why the fuck did you come with us when you were just going to ditch us for extent X amount of months? But oh wait, Dumbledore knew you were going to leave, so he gave you a way to come back. You fucking pussy! Mm-hmm. Why didn't you just not come and then come at the last minute when we needed you? Same shit. Oh, the Deathly Hallows. Am I right, guys? <laughs> This is the wrong movie, but that builds all sorts of tension and suspense. Right. But, yeah. I just feel like it leads to Charlie having a moment, and to just think about it... And, and there's no it, moment. There's no moment. And to think about it in the terms that you guys, right. like, described, it's like, you're, we're spending way too much time analyzing Charlie here. Like, he's a side character, he has a demon, he gets a moment. We didn't get a moment. I think that's just a missing piece. Yes, agreed. I don't... I, I'm not disagreeing, I'm just coming up with... A theory as to what it could be, what you could argue that it is. But yes. Yeah, no, Charlie, I feel like Charlie had a redeeming moment in the naivety of Wonder Woman. But, whatever. Because if we're gonna, if we're gonna hold Charlie to that standard, I don't know that anybody, we all have, they all had demons that they, that came into play. And they all had redeeming, they all helped. Charlie was a scout with the scope. Anyone (laughs) could have done that. I mean, I really like the chief scene. With the, you know, why don't you have a land? Who took it from you? His uh, people. That was amazing. Yes, that was a yeah. fucking incredible that scene. Was a, that was and awesome. it was nothing. It was a nothing scene. I have zero issues with Chief, Sammy. Yeah. The secretary whose name escapes me. Ada? Uh, Edna, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Charlie, I just feel we're missing that Charlie moment. And the movie was two yeah. hours and 21 minutes. Make it two hours and 22 minutes and give me 64 <laughs> seconds of Charlie taking a fucking shot. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Just felt like an incomplete. I can't remember much of what Charlie did at the end, but maybe there was something at the end. Maybe he saved Sammy or nope. Nope, Nope. He did nothing. I I don't even think we see him in the final battle. He's just off somewhere. He's not. No, there's three bodies. He's yelling at Chris Pine. Don't go. 
That's that's it. Mm. I tried. That counts, right? I redeemed myself. Oh. <laughs> we'll and find out in DCEU's inevitable extended edition because, quote, we don't believe in after mo- after credit scenes. True. I actually was happy that there wasn't an after credit scene. Did you? I did. I heard there wasn't I one ahead of time. And I, I googled it on my phone. I looked it up as the credits were rolling. I was like, we can go. I bolt as soon as we had the... Uh, I got back in line to buy another ticket. It was like eleven thirty, man. I was tired. Yeah, I got home. I never looked at my phone or my watch to find out what time it was. It had my attention. That's good movie etiquette. That is. Well, that's movie etiquette. It's it had my attention. We had a bunch of fuckers who did not know movie etiquette. Uh, Motherfuckers getting calls, texting, and I'm like, oh my god, I hate fucking everyone. Although my trailers were awesome. The last movie we watched was 300, and you guys had a problem with the slow motion. Did you guys have a slow motion problem in this movie? Yes, but less. Far less. It was hyper apparent to me in this. Like, it, when I was watching 300 in real time, like, it didn't even occur to me how much slow motion there was until he brought it up. And then when I was watching this, every time they went into slow motion, I was like, shit, they went into slow motion again. But it's not all slow motion. It's a lot of full speed with moments of slow motion for emphasis. So it's okay. Also, just noting for that, for context, Zack Snyder has a written credit and an executive producer credit on this movie. So, yeah, he's going to have some influence in some things. Who? Yeah. Moving on. Uh, but I like the slow motion because it, it emphasized her learning herself. Like, it was always at a point where she was like, oh shit, I can just fucking deflect these things? Like... You know, it was it was always like at a at a teaching point. I also thought of it as almost so like when we see the flash, like when the flash does his like flashy thing, everything else is it's all actually super slow. He's moving so fast that everything appears to be moving slow. I looked at it as that when she was doing our. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked at it the same way. Yeah, but when the other Amazonians were doing slow motion fighting like the Germans, like when her aunt. Mm-hmm. Jumped over the rock and it was like super slow motion. And she and she had three arrows in there. Yeah. Super. See, that was yeah. cool. That was awesome. Yeah. It was just such a cool shot. Exactly. Slow mo's fine as long as it's cool. <laughs> well, there were plenty of scenes in this movie where like it looked fine, but it wasn't a move we hadn't seen before. They just decided to slow it down. Those mm-hmm. are the ones I don't like. I don't like when it goes from fast slow to fast to slow to fast to slow. It's like. Emphasize a couple like of moves. That, like, if you use it two less times a fight, it's going to be way more effective. And just really emphasize the cool moves we're seeing in the fight as opposed to just, oh, we haven't seen anyone spin around in slow motion yet in a while. <laughs> Let's go back to that. Not a huge problem, but I could still use a little less slow motion in combat. Since we're kind of at this point, let's talk about some of the best scenes in the movie when they're no leaving the mascara. On the, boat? The, the, the dialogue in those movies, in those scenes, with him in the fountains and then them on the fucking boat. Incredible fucking dialogue. No, I could. I mean, I, I, I could sleep with you. I mean, it's not a problem. What you, you do? Wanna, are you gonna sleep here? Or are you, not? you don't want to sleep with me? I was like, I fucking sleep with you. What, <laughs> what do I have to do? Can I walk into the screen? No, this is this is my choice. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Yeah, sleep yeah. With you. He, he tied himself up like he was putting ropes. Oh, he's himself. a gentleman. I know, but it's just funny. He was like, put these fucking ropes on myself because I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I can't control my body when I'm asleep. <laughs> and she's like, well, you don't want to sleep with me? He's like, no, I, I, no, it's, uh, it's fine. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> doesn't bother you, it doesn't fine. bother me. <laughs> That's the start of like us really getting a full grasp of how naive she is to the outside world. Yeah. Like, she, like, you know, we get a little bit of it when she's like, you're a man. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, she's like, well, you don't want to... There's a spot right here. Yeah. Some soft bags and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You want to sleep? I mean, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what is that? Oh, uh... Oh, you mean this? It's oh, my watch. Oh, no, that's my watch. Yeah, that was an incredible nude scene. It was It was all gone. I'm... Good for him. Above average? <laughs> yeah, like, that scene was, was just going on, and I'm like, we're really talking about this. This is good. <laughs> this is good. This, this did not happen in 50 Stage of Justice at all. <laughs> It's funny because she's naive, but at the same time, she's not. She's like, I've read all these books all about the the pleasures of the flesh. Right. So I'm like, she has to have been a little bit familiar yeah. with. Oh no, she definitely. She's, she she's, she's definitely. She's played, definitely. She played it up. She definitely played doctor, but she never played doctor with a man. I got that, but I'm like she saying. she understands how the yeah, anatomy she works. Understands. Right. She's also a two hundred year old woman or whatever she is. Yeah. How old is she? She's 
But Unknown. She's not 200. I assumed that she aged normally for like a lot, because that's why she ages right. in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then once she awakens like her god powers in the final battle, then she has full god status and stops aging. That's why 60 yeah. years later, she looks the same. I guess. I don't know. I, I figured that the, the amount of time, because Hippolyta and her sister were alive in that battle that 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 made Themyscira this bubble world, mm. which happened, what, 2,000 years ago? I don't think they, I think they were made to not age, the Amazons. I'm pretty right, sure they've so always saying, been that. But that's what I'm saying. Diana wasn't... If she wasn't an Amazon. Right, so I figured her aging was slowed, but still... Elongate, you know what Maybe. I'm saying? I didn't think it was 25 years and she was just, boop. I mean, let's call her what she is. She's she's a golem. Is she? I mean... She was formed she, from okay, clay. Just because she's she, formed she wasn't, from clay. She wasn't from clay. Yeah, yeah, that was just yes, the story she, she that, told. No, no that's, the, that's the elaborate lie they fed her. Yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's a god. She's, she's a god. Zeus had her the natural way. Oh, did Zeus have her the natural way? Well, here's the thing. If she's Diana, funny thing about Diana is Diana has a brother. A twin brother. Named Apollo. But... Frankie Boy's done some research, and in some universes, Wonder Woman has a brother named Jason. Yes. So, potential for there to be another uh, God Status baddie coming along in the, in the, if the DCU allows Jason Todd. That's in the rebirthing uh, Oh my series. fucking God. That's not going to happen. That'd be <laughs> stupid. Oh my I God, would that would be incredible. No, that would be incredible, but not going to If they make Bats' little dick boy to be fucking a God... You mean Dick? Or Dick? No, Dick. not Dick Grayson. He's dead already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jason Todd. We don't DC know people, literally, their brains are melting at what I'm saying. They, They're like, you bastard! <laughs> they, can't, they can't find their phone to open Twitter quick enough to start hating you. Can you imagine Jason Todd? Oh, fuck, I love it. I would love that so much. Oh my god, I would love that it's too. It's never gonna happen. Never. Batman's like, Jason, no, do this. I don't need to. 20 bad. years later, I'm shooting lightning from my hands, Batman. <laughs> Eat shit. Did, I'm when, so when you were my age, did you ever shoot lightning out of your hands? All the time. <laughs> all the time. It's all, it's all I do. Alfred, get a new one. I stopped because it gave me gray hair. I Alfred, didn't play. <laughs> Alfred, I didn't know that this one was special. Get rid of him. <laughs> Throw him off the cliff. The I learned it from the Spartans. Oh, shit. <laughs> he fucking flew. Oh, um, shit. He just flew. <laughs> How many people thought that Professor Lupin was Ares. I thought I it was fairly I obvious. I I'm did. glad you made the Professor Lupin that's, comment because that's I don't know his actual name. Nope. It's David Fulis. Sure. No, yeah, not, no. The, not the actor's name, but oh, his uh, Sir Patrick Morgan. I think yeah, his Sir name Patrick. was. Yeah, yeah Professor Sir Patrick. Is yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Here's the thing. I suspected because when they walked in the room and he just like was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "Okay, listen, Miss Clark Kent's walking into the room. Relax." But then he kept focusing. I'm like. He did. He did stumble over his. He seemed to be fairly eloquent, and he stumbled over his words, yeah. which su- suggests that he realized that she was a- an Amazon. I missed it. I did too. Good night. I had no idea, night, and it Frank. was a big reveal for me. Did I, you think it was the general? No. Uh, no. Mm, mm, so you didn't think it was. The, so you just I, thought Ares was going to come out of nowhere? Yeah, I just thought he was going to be like oh. a god coming from the sky. I thought like, it could have oh. been the uh, the chemist. No, I, I, never, I never thought it was her. Where are the, uh, I never thought it was the general. That was the biggest red herring ever. Yes. No, I I suspected. I hated seeing Stryker. Yes. yes. <laughs> he is typecast as that character. Yeah, that or the weird vampire guy from Three Days a Night. It's the lead villain. Yeah, he, he's, he, will, he will forever be. Villain. Yeah. I mean, redemption though. I want to see him be a good guy. I am to be that. I fell for the I fell for the red herring of him being air. Like I didn't fully believe. I was like I. Can he really be? Can it be that obvious that he is going to be Ares? Because again, the story was Zeus hurt him real bad, so he never had his full power back. And every time he like cracked one of those blue pills, I and he kind of like lit up. I was like, getting his powers maybe back. maybe he's figuring out a way to get his powers back. And then when he died, and Lupin does show up, I was like, I probably should I probably should have noticed this. Yeah. The gas pill things; those are like the smoke and mirrors. Those are the things that are going to lead Diana to think he was Ares because it gave him an increased strength, and he was able to fight with her at least a little bit. But I didn't like; I didn't see Professor Lupin being Ares. But also, a side note: that's what Ares looked like. Like he just—he was that guy. Oh, well, we're going to talk about this because <laughs> this is my gripe. I think we are all going to have this. I hope we all have this gripe. 
Okay, I was perfectly fine with them having the Wonder Woman Merlin fight. But the second he became, quote, Ares, I was done. I was like, no, you fucking, you took this fight. It was cool. I was fine with you being old man, throwing lightning, doing all this shit. But the second you became CGI monster with a face, I was done with you. I was actually surprisingly okay with that. I was fine with that, too. I was totally not okay with it. I thought one of the coolest moments of CGI is when he has, like, the helmet on and just, like, paws out the eye holes. I thought that was fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's fine, but it didn't look real anymore. It's, it became two gods crap. fighting. Yeah. No, it yes. became horrible. I'm in, I agree with Matt here. The two other big battle scenes you get are so well done and so great. Then you get the CGI mess at the end. It kind of takes away from it. I turn out to be sort of okay with it only because you have that self-sacrifice scene at the same time. Yeah. And it kind of, that's where I'm, what my, what I'm focusing on. That's what I'm feeling. So it kind of, the CGI kind of like, I don't know, I, I, you look past it. But, I know it's two gods fighting. I know it's going to be different. It just doesn't jive well with the rest of the movie. I'm going to bring this up because this is going to be me putting up my Wonder Woman shield for the rest of the DCEU every time we do one of these movies. We need to... When we sit down for a DCEU movie, we need to wipe out of our brain what we love about the MCU, which is how realistic it is. The DCEU is not going to be realistic. It is going to look and feel more like comic books. We're going to see crazy big jumps, we're going to see weird things that aren't physically possible, but it's okay because it's comic books. And that end scene is the first time that we saw it. The, the crazy big jumps, the, you call it a CGI mess, I'm not saying that it was perfectly I mean, Doomsday was a CGI mess. Doomsday yes, was a CGI I mean, yes. listen, the Mordor troll, I'm glad he's getting worse. This was please. way better than For that. Sure. Okay, yeah, I'm not saying it's bad, I'm just saying it doesn't fit with what we got going, f- like, exactly. previous. And I know it's two gods fighting. I get just that. Just give it, it's just... Just give it to Joe before yep. we keep doing this. I agree with you 100% that that fight was a step down from the good fights we've already seen. I think the third act in this movie is a little bit weak outside of the self-sacrifice of Steve Trevor, but that's not a huge issue. It's still way better than all the third acts we've gotten already. So compared to that, this was good. In the movie itself, it was definitely the worst big fight in the movie, but I'm still okay with it, because in my mind, it was going to go so much worse. In my mind, I was like, I don't even know if they actually have Ares in this movie. After introducing him in Act 1 as a whole concept and this whole big main thing, I'm like, if Ares doesn't show up, they've done the worst thing possible in this movie, and I was worried that he wasn't going to. So thankfully he did. My problem with the fight is that we go from old man to old man face on a CGI body. And I get... Lupin's old and maybe he couldn't get to Spartan shape to do this. Or maybe they didn't need him to. Whatever. Then don't fucking do it. You were doing fine. Was was the fight the same for you guys when he was throwing the lightning and doing the, the magic thing? Because that was fine for me. Yeah. If the whole fight was like that, I would have absolutely no gripes with this movie. But what are you talking about when you say... When he pulled the armor on himself and he became Ares with this huge fucking V-shaped chest and started jumping around and making weapons. And I it. just assumed that was the armor making him look like that. My Skyrim character doesn't look like that under the dragon the dragon I, scale armor. I just didn't... I didn't like it. I, I have a fucking god. I know, but I didn't <laughs> like it. But it didn't look good. Everything else looked there. good, and then this didn't. Like, they could have not done it, and it would have been fine. It kind of had to happen. The movie wouldn't have changed for me if they didn't do it. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change speeds here a little bit because I'm gonna get my head ripped off for this. But I'm gonna say it anyways. Here we go. I had a bigger problem with the way that the lasso looked when she was using it as a weapon. I thought it looked like Doctor Strange, and it was. It looked. Cool. We- it did look weird. It looked weird. I thought me. it looked weird. And you're, it, it does. You, now that you say that, you're right. It does look like Doctor Strange with like the whip things. Right. But when she was using it, as, it, like there was something about it. I was talking to a, a friend of the show, Caleb, earlier today, and he was like. He loved it because it looked alive. And when he said it, I was like, yeah, no, it did. And it's not the way that it moved, necessarily. It was the color and how bright and radiant it was when she was, like, whipping it around. It was just something off about it for me. It kind of, like, looked out of focus when it moved. But I liked it. Mm -hmm. I thought the glow was fine. Because it was supposed to be something that wasn't real, basically, Mm -hmm. to us. Which, when I first saw... uh, Before I saw this movie, I was like, one... One of two things have to, like, disappear. 
It's either the lasso or the invisible jet. And I'm glad they didn't touch the jet. Yeah. But, well, that's why I mean, they gave her pseudo flight. They gave her pseudo right. flight. That makes so the invisible jet. I'm not, fine not with the lasso flight. being there. Yeah. yeah. I thought the use of the lasso overall was great. When, yeah. when they tie Steve up yep. and he's trying to fight it, mm-hmm. I thought that was great. When he, like, pulls it out and wraps it around wraps himself, it around himself really? he's like, yeah, that, I thought that was he's like, I'm ster- taking you to the front. I don't know why I'm taking you to the front, but I am. <laughs> We're going to die. This was a terrible <laughs> idea. Great. Yeah. I, I thought that was awesome. Even when she was using it as a weapon, mm-hmm. like an extension of, like, a th- essentially a third weapon for her, yeah. still thought it was cool. It There was something weird about the way it looked for me. That's all. I'll agree with it looked weird. Okay, good. But my biggest gripe with it would be that... That we're still referring to it as a lasso at this point, and really it was just a sentient rope. You know what I'm saying? There was no lasso about it. In old Wonder Woman, it was a fucking lasso. Yeah. It's not it sentient. Had a, she threw it just like a little sperm head, and it wrapped around people. That ropes don't do that. But I would argue that calling it sentient means like it saved her at some point, or it like right, but it, like, it le- had left out and broke her fall, or grabbed something to. Of its own free okay. will. Borderline sentient. It's not Doctor Strange's cloak. Yeah, it's not Doctor Strange's cloak. We're excuse- <laughs> it's borderline sentient where it's doing more than it should. It's like an extension rating. of herself. Yeah, right. It's a god weapon. Yeah. What? <laughs> She's a god? Good morning. <laughs> the god killer getting destroyed through me for Oh, man, I was crazy. Um, I did not see that did happening. Pro- really? con- continuity problems, anybody? Nope. No. No, it's a different sword. Different sword. Is it a different sword? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I looked it up. Thank you. Because I thought that was a continuity problem. No, I knew it wasn't a continuity problem because I knew what the sword looked like in BBS and that wasn't the sword. <laughs> Sorry. When we saw the, the sword in the monument in the beginning when she was getting shown the quote-unquote god killer, I'm like, that sword's going to fucking be destroyed. <laughs> and she's going to be like, oh shit, what do I do I now? actually did not see that happening. I saw him being Ares more than I saw that sword being destroyed. Okay. Uh, it was clearer to me. That. It was clearer to me that he could be Ares than that sword actually be useless. Totally opposite. Besides yeah. the Ares fight, what do we think of the general? What do we think of Doctor Poison? Whatever the hell her name was, I they fell flat to me. That I mean, that's again. Well, the I, general's I, a red herring, right? Doctor Poison he's, was way better use of the character. I feel like, but I, I, I don't know. She seemed way over the top to me. She didn't fit. I don't think she, she really didn't fit. She would have been way over the top to me if she was like pulling a Frau Farbissina from Austin Powers mm. and just yelling in German. But like that scene where they're at the uh, the gala, the, the, yeah, and they're she um, Chris Pine's trying to seduce her to get information. I actually like that scene. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't like her reaction at the end. Like, I see you have your eyes elsewhere, and then she like walks away. I'm like, there's no. I mean, talk normal. I mean, my eyes were elsewhere. Everyone's eyes were elsewhere. You know what I mean? That, that's 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 the point. She, was she didn't have to. She didn't have to go freaking Bond villain and and talk in a rasp at the end of it. <laughs> I actually loved her. I thought she was fantastic. I loved how weird, like, because that's a thing. That was a thing, like during World War One, where like if your face got all deformed, you would like mm-hmm. put like a plastic face on. So I loved that look. They used it in uh, Boardwalk Empires. Mm-hmm. One of, one of the hitmen in Boardwalk Empires has it. Has essentially, it's like. Literally half of his face is is usually it, and I liked the fact that in, in that scene, Chris Pine is trying to seduce her. She's finally getting attention from a man that's not the general trying to make her kill everything. And then the minute Dinah walks into the room, the she's like, "Oh great, a hotter girl walks in. You know what? Fuck you, dude. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. I'm gonna go kill a hundred, a couple hundred thousand people." If that was the line, I would have loved that scene. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. I'm going to go kill a couple hundred thousand people. Uh, I don't need to fuck myself. Did anyone else want to see how Diana got that dress? Yeah. I do. Did she knock her ass out? Oh, yeah. Did, like, what happened that she I'm, got that I'm dress? sure she did. But I wanted, like, did she be like, excuse me, ma'am, I need this dress. And then she punched her out, or did she just fucking, like, wring her neck? She tied her up. I think it's it. funnier that we don't see it. Right, but like I just want it so bad, because two nude ladies... The, the the setup before seeing how she physically gets the dress is so much better. Where she's like standing up next to her, like, oh, and she's, oh, we, we're, we're, uh, we're about the same size. <laughs> yeah. You see, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to it. see just the, the, the judo chop knockout. Or maybe maybe the chief did it, you know? Maybe he, he said, here, how about a little puff puff? 
and then she passed out. Like we don't know. Maybe Charlie did it. That was Charlie's moment. <laughs> he shot, shot a woman in cold shot, blood. He shot a woman in cold blood. <laughs> I think we don't agree on what redeeming moment is. <laughs> he can't kill the sniper that's killing but he can kill, civilians. He but kill it was buxom, edited out. He can kill a buxom blonde in cold blood. You're welcome, Charlie. He's welcome aiming back. at the harmless woman in the chest. He's like, steady as a surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Oh, my God. So he's a monster. Okay. Well, he's Scottish. Sorry, Charlie, Charlie. Don't look at me. Sorry, Charlie. Oh, sorry, Charlie. Here's my question. Now we're getting into potential spoilers territories for other things, but let's just live in this moment for sure. a second. <laughs> this movie was wonderful, and the DCEU could gladly float on its shoulders. But can the DCEU survive past a either a death of Batman or b Batman cast change because Ben Affleck, in his infinite wisdom, is gone yeah, after JL. That's what he. That's what has been said. That's what we believe Batfleck wants. Right. We don't know how Batfleck's mind is going to change, seeing and, how successful this movie was and how good this movie was. We okay. do not know true. if this combined with some Whedon magic and oh, JL. Forgot about Whedon magic. We don't know if he's going to reconsider and be like, you know what? Let's do this a little bit. And, on the other side of the coin, no, it cannot survive a bad death. Are you out of your fucking mind? Okay, thank you. Thank you. For a bad fan, I appreciate that, because I don't think it can survive a bad death. We are getting so ahead of ourselves. Sorry, Cam. We don't even know if Justice League is good yet. If that movie's bad, this movie's, this boat is sunk but, anyway. But, but everyone's talking about this movie floating on the, sh- that, like that meme. Have we talked about the meme yet? Which one? Where she's carrying the... Where she's carrying... Yeah. Well, all right, so this touches on the question I got from Instagram. I got this. The question I got from Instagram from yes, please. Tree Hill Talk, which I'm guessing... Tree is Hill Talk. One Tree Hill Shout podcast. Out. Shout, Shout out. out. It's a podcast from friends of mine. What are your thoughts on Wonder Woman saving the DCEU? I'm going to say slow down overreaction city on that one. The meme reads... Sorry. The meme reads, it's a picture of Gal Gadot running. And it says, Gal Gadot is unstoppable and spectacular, Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. Some asshole says, I'm worried about the message this movie is going to send to our kids. Some other asshole writes, <laughs> what, war is bad and women are powerful, question mark? The first asshole replies that they can expect more quality DC movies in the future. <laughs> Boom! Thank you! Please! Put up your dukes. Come on, DC. Marvel's been fucking killing it for the last ten years. Throw a punch, for Christ's sakes. They did with this. Yeah. Right, they threw a punch. But can we give them a one-two? Wait to see. We don't have that long to wait. Take into consideration that Justice League comes out in November? We have it in November. They've proved they can do a... Wait, November? Really? Yeah. Yeah. They've proved they can do a solo hero movie. I don't know about Group Hero. We'll find out. But they have... Four other solo hero movies lined up afterwards. They got a hit. Three if we this count works, the demise though. of Batman. They need to follow this formula. This formula will work. It's called a formula. Yeah, that comes from good directing. Yeah, Patty Jenkins knocked this out of the park. Now that Zack Snyder's kind of taking a back seat, right? He's pretty much out. He's out. We should get. Hopefully better. Hopefully better. <laughs> but like again, like how many different writers and directors has the Flash movie? Too gone many. Too many. Wait, like, what? There's like no writers for the movie anymore. No Why writers. Don't you just write it. I might. I might as well. So, anybody. On the same point, uh, Aquaman is being directed by James Wan. That movie. I'm. I'm convinced that movie is going to be fantastic. I have no idea. Who James Wan is. did uh, Fast and Furious Seven, The Conjuring, Conjuring Two. Annabelle, Saw. Yeah, he um, I have no reference of that outside of Saw. Uh, he did um, Hostel. He did. He's a so horror movie. Like no, not that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. So he does horror movies. He does do horror movies. My point Fine. is, you know, in the Justice League preview, Aquaman looks like a dark, serious character. James Wan is going to take that character into that darkness better than anybody else could. So I'm super. I think that's going to be good. That sounds sorry. That sounds that's worrisome though, because like they're going for another dark brooding hero. It, it could spell trouble. Different characters. Yes, different. could. That's that's the issue. All these movies could spell trouble. But I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. We just have to allow them to not 
do it, but will they? That's the problem. We also have a beaming, shimmering light of positivity in Wonder Woman. Yeah, great. I will watch the Wonder Woman universe. But they can't... They, I don't want them to bank on this forever. Like, remember when we did Wonder Woman, guys? No, no, no. Stick with us. What I'm we say- got this. Yeah, but what even I'm Marvel now they have, somewhere. And I'm saying what they have now is a point. Now they can go and do a dark character, because they have a bright character to balance it out. In Justice League, her positivity, her brightness is going to be... When every when all the other three God, member so. of that team of the team starts to infight, she's gonna be like, "What are you guys doing? There are aliens trying to kill us. Cut it out." Or she's the voice or whatever of reason, the fuck or whatever, whatever the fuck they, they look like aliens. The, the dark side war. Now that we're at this point, talking about the DCEU, this question was on movie fights this past weekend. DC movies as a whole, going all the way back to Batman '89. You can even include the Superman movies of the late '70s, early '80s. We all like this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Is it the best DC movie? Yes. Yeah. Unequivocally, yes. Unequivocally. I'm gonna argue that. Uh, I think the, the Dark, Dark Knight is really good. I like that. Be- I like this better. Mm-hmm. I know. Definitely like this. Better. Right now, I like this. Tomorrow, I could like Dark Knight. I mean, I saw it, I saw this one last night. Recency bias. I could watch Dark Knight tomorrow when I'm off from work. And uh, I think I still like Dark Knight a little bit better than this movie. No. This really? Movie. Actually, I, wait. No. It's so... It's really it, close. It's really close, it's, yeah. It's, it, it, it's about kind of a mood I'm in. Yeah. Dark Knight hits on its villain. It's way better than this Way movie better than this one. And they, I love the dynamic between Batman and Joker. It's one of my favorite things. But well, we get a way better hero in this movie. Yes. And better supporting cast. Absolutely. Outside of Charlie. But I would argue that in this movie, the villain doesn't matter. He's supposed to have big consequence, though. But right, but, You're but, right, he doesn't matter, but, but he should But matter. I'm just saying, it's... Right. The war, and that's what's silly. The war ends regardless. Say what you will about what Ares was doing with armistice instead of treaties or or whatever. Like they, like the the whole movie, they're harping on. In twenty four hours, World War One ends. In twenty four hour, World War One ends. As soon as Steve takes that plane, goes straight up and blows himself up. That the war ends. Yeah, it, it is. Irrelevant and without consequence whether or not Ares dies or not. And then she goes and kills Ares, presumably, and the war ends. So she thinks that she caused it, but the war ends either way. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a self-fulfilling prophecy. My point was more on the fact that Batman's villains matter. Yeah. Because they are more characters in their own right, that people are fans of Batman villains. No one is a fan of Wonder Woman villains. I mean, I'm a fan of Ares. Somebody's got to be a fan of Ares. He's, like, kind of a big deal. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one's going to watch the Batman movie where he just beats up Joe Chills all, all the whole time. Everyone's going to be like, oh, where's Joker? Where's Bane? <laughs> if fucking Wonder Woman fought Krauts in the trenches for two and a half hours, everyone's going to be like, what happens at two hours and 13 minutes? Is she still fighting them? Yeah, you need a big baddie. I mean, that's... I'm that's just saying, like, works. I feel like... Batman's villains matter more than Wonder Woman's villains. That's all I'm saying. Or, or Superman's villains. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a movie about them. If Batman was just beating up fucking guys breaking into prison, um, breaking into banks, no one would give a shit. Alright, we anything. are off topic and we've kind of beat Wonder Woman to a dead horse. No, we didn't. She's <laughs> a fantastic person. She's a wonderful God actress. Damn it, I can't stop saying that word. Wonderful. She's wonderful. They didn't say Wonder Woman once in the movie. They didn't. No, they, did not. they never referred to her at all in any... Capacity as Wonder Woman. That's outstanding. I don't know if any other superhero movie. They call her one. They don't call her Wonder Woman really in like animated Justice League shows either. Right, but I don't know if any other superhero movie we've gotten has done that. <sighs> like I expected some sort of like they weird. Never, they never call him. No, they do. Oh, they right, do. they do. Right. Okay. Actually, it's kind of weird newspaper headline like Wonder Woman stops war. Yeah. yeah like Wonder Woman. Like yeah. just yeah, but. I'm both glad and a little bit disappointed that they never did that. I'm willing to bet that if, um, what was this town called? Veld? Veld. Yeah. If Veld had managed to make it another 24 hours, they probably would have had that headline, but they got gassed. And we've arrived at the part of the show where we read the movie that we just reviewed, which, in case you weren't paying attention at all, was Wonder Woman. How it works is, if you've never tuned in before, is we give... Each movie we review, a number of Infinity Stones from 1 to 6, 1 being the lowest, 6 being the highest. If you give a movie 6 stones, you have the option to include a gauntlet with it, which is the highest possible honors. 
And now we're going to give you our ratings for Wonder Woman. Corey. Wonder Woman is exactly what we all thought it was going to be and what we all wanted it to be. Or I should say more importantly what we wanted it to be. The action sequences are fantastic. The lasso looks weird, but that's a personal thing. Every other gripe really is kind of minor, minus Charlie. Charlie's minor. Yeah, Yeah, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, even that's minor, but, you know, that's plot development, which you can make an argument is bigger. But my point is, I loved this movie. I left the theater thinking I, I couldn't go less than a five, and after our talk about it, I can't go less than six. This is this is a six-stone movie. I'm not going to get the gauntlet, but it gets six stones. Right. Um, I said it at the beginning, I really love this movie, and I can't wait to see it again. The gripes you guys had, I mean, they're valid, but I forgive it because the movie's just so good. And um, I actually enjoyed this more than Logan and Guardians, so I'm going to give it six stones and a gauntlet because I think it deserves wow. it. Wow, he gave it to her. Hey Matt, what did you what did you what are you gonna give the movie? You know what? I've been listening to all you fuckers talk all night, and I had something coming into this, but I've changed my mind. We're going from two to three. Going to two, <laughs> two to three. Three stones and the gauntlet. Um, it's like Jonah Hex. I think that this movie, should the rest of the DCEU be cooperative, can float on the success of her alone, but. If they all are as heavy as the stones of justice are, they will have a very hard time. But I believe in Gal Gadot taking Wonder Woman to new heights of power on the top of Mount Olympus. I give this movie six stones. Going into this podcast, I was torn between two ratings. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I did not enjoy it as much as Logan, but I did enjoy it more than Guardians. But I think 2017 has been a phenomenal year for superhero movies. There's a line in this movie that, I mean, Joe touched on it earlier. He got emotional during the uh, no, Man's no Man's Land scene, as, as did I. There's also another part in this movie when she's given up on mankind after Chris Pine doesn't let her kill the general. I know what line you're talking about, but I'm going to let you say it, obviously. And he says, no, it's not. A, it's, she's like, you don't deserve this. It's like, no, it's not about what we deserve. It's what we believe. Wiping away tears of that part, too. It's a beautiful, well-done scene, beautiful, well-done movie. I view it as a standalone. I'm not even going to include the rest of the DCEU in it, because we only really get two scenes where um, they even kind of reference it. The book ends the movie. I'm going to give this movie six stones. It doesn't quite get the gauntlet for me, again, because I do have a problem with the uh, the bad guys, but six, six stones is, is solid. It's, I really, really like this movie. Yeah, right. And we didn't talk about the music, man. The score in this oh, is incredible. And the yeah, musical cues they use, very well done. Another thing where the... It's like prog rock. Yeah. Another thing where the fucking trailers didn't ruin. It gave you the music, but also didn't ruin its use. I'm right there with sequel. I view this as a standalone movie, kind of. Like, the opening and closing scenes weren't even necessary to this movie. So, not that they're bad, but the fact that they're in there, I could take them or leave them. It's the exact same two scenes. That's the other scene that also, like, oh my god, they're so good. Like, on on paper, to me, because the movie is kind of weak in the third act, this is like a five-stone movie. But those two scenes were so beautiful, especially No Man's Land. Like, I can't not give this movie six stones just because I would watch that again over and over again. You guys might- are missing the boat scene. The boat scene is also beautiful. <laughs> I might watch it's a different no- kind of beautiful. Yes, a boner type of beautiful. Oh, I might watch the No Man's Land scene tonight when I get home. Hey, I'm sure I can find it oh, on YouTube. Must- so that's going to do it for our review of Wonder Woman. Join us next time when we'll be reviewing The Green Hornet. If you want to tell us stuff about what you thought about Wonder Woman or anything else in the world, send it on over in an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Again, please send us your personal ratings on Twitter, at ZTH Podcast. You could be like Tree Hill Talk and uh, shoot us a comment on Instagram at ZTH Podcast. If you want to tag us in Themyscira, go to Facebook.com and search for Zeros Talking Heroes in the search bar. Zeros and Heroes both have two E's. Or Facebook.com backslash ZTH Podcast. Although if you can spell Themyscira and you can't spell Zeros and Heroes, you have a new set of problems, my friend. That's a good point, actually. Last but not least... Head on over to iTunes or whoever you found us. Hopefully it's some kind of app. 
If not iTunes, give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show. And if you want to leave a review with that, we'll read it on the air. Love those. Mm. And also, you know, follow us on Twitter, because we love to use more of those. On behalf of everyone else, thanks for tuning in. And remember what Diana and Steve Trevor want you to know. That every movie is someone's favorite movie. Uh, it shows I love you. P.S. I love you. Who's wild? I like the shell shock thing and then she was remember.